<laughs> I need to calm down. Uh, you know that one vine where it's like a yoga class and there's this dude dressed up as the Grinch? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, and expel all of your negative energy and sigh. And he's like, how I feel <laughs> right now. Uh, yes. But <laughs> if y'all listening are wondering, the stress is coming because it is Super Tuesday. It is Super Tuesday. The results are coming in as yes. we speak, and I am yes. stressed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. You will know by the time you listen to this, but we do not know at this current moment. That's so. true funny how time works Mm -hmm. the passage of time (laughs) it is an illusion (laughs) (laughs) oh i hope we're all alive in the morning okay yep Yep. cammy's laptop is across the room with the results live (laughs) yes and we're just if we occasionally seem a little distance it's because we're looking at that it's because we know the numbers are coming in yes (sighs) All right, hello everyone, and welcome back to the tenth episode of From the Hill, Wild. a thirteen-episode podcast following the Utah legislative session. We are close to the end, so everyone is scrambling on Capitol Hill right now to make sure their bills are heard. So let's take a look at what's in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. We are your hosts. I'm Marina McTee, the managing editor of the Forum, and I'm Cami Mondo, the editor in chief. So as of right now, we're recording on Super Tuesday, the day where a lot of states, 14 to be exact, um, are voting in their primaries, and I'm stressed. I'm turning my ballot in after this, um, because the last few days have been a little too much for me, so. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So many people have dropped out last minute. I know, and so I'm many. mad because I was literally about to vote for someone, and I told my family, you know, came out to my mm-hmm. family <laughs> about who I was voting for, <laughs> and then literally an hour later, that person dropped out. So, yeah, it's cool. Mm-hmm. And then Amy Klobuchar was here Monday, mm-hmm. 9 a.m., talking about how she's going to defeat Donald Trump. 11.30 rolls around. And she's out of the race. Yeah. So. All sorts of conspiracy theories, conspiracy theories are running around in my mind. Yeah. Because <laughs> what do you know? The two people who drop out now endorse Biden. Yes. So. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to have like a, a bachelor style, style. Will you be my <laughs> VP? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I swear. Probably. There has to be. Oh, there's something going on and I am not OK with it. Mm-hmm. I feel like that'd be a really good SNL skit, though. Oh, so Bachelor true. Bachelor, will you be my VP? <sighs> so uh. true, because we all know that's what they're doing, and yeah. it infuriates mm-hmm. me. NBC, come pick us up. Hire us. Yeah. We'll write your political skits. I will <laughs> <laughs> pour out my heart to give you some content. Uh. So frustrating. Yeah. it's But yeah, genuinely, like, I... I genuinely think that there is something going on behind the scenes in the Democratic Party because like, you know, it was one thing when Pete Buttigieg dropped out the day before, Yeah, you know, but then it's another thing that Amy Klobuchar dropped out literally hours before and right after she held a rally. I know. And then they both 
Yeah. Immediately after endorsed Joe Biden. Yeah. I mean, hello. I mean, Pete was not doing that badly. He was mm-hmm. like in third place. Yeah. For delegate numbers. So I'm like, I don't. <sighs> I need to calm down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm angry. Yeah. It's wild. There has to be something. Mm-hmm. Maybe when people are listening to this, they'll all know. Yeah. Maybe. 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 Send us your theories. <laughs> I want to see Send us them. the facts. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know. Yes. Yeah. Well, but touching on our legislative spe- session specifically, yeah. we have a few bills that are go- what we're going to look at today. One of them feels appropriate because it ties into a bigger national issue that many of these candidates have policies and standpoints on that may or may not strengthen their campaigns. We're talking guns. <laughs> there have been quite a few bills dealing with guns during this session, um, and Utah County actually declared itself a Second Amendment sanctuary oh a couple weeks ago. So there have been a couple different bills that are looking to strengthen the gun laws in Utah, but all three of those were shut down. Yeah, so one of them wanted to require universal background checks, another one wanted to criminalize irresponsible storage of guns, and the last one wanted to create liability for people who give or sell their firearms to someone who later uses that gun to harm someone. They were all either rejected or were split between committees. And if you look at the committees, it's not hard to see why. It was mostly a battle between Democrats and Republicans, and the groups even wore blue or red shirts depending on who they supported. (laughs) Yeah, the bills were largely supported by anti-domestic abuse and suicide prevention groups, but they were opposed by gun lobbyists and gun rights supporters. So I think it might be useful to, like, break down these three bills. So for the universal background check bill, um, it wants to close those loopholes that allow some people to avoid those universal background checks. Um, There was a long public hearing, but there was never a debate on it. And then the committee killed the bill after a party line vote. People who oppose the bill say criminals are still not going to follow the law, so it would be useful. Others say it's a slippery slope to more restrictive laws, like requiring statewide or nationwide gun registry. They say this would violate their Second Amendment rights. On the other hand, those who supported the bill said that it was common sense because those loopholes right now make it way too easy to avoid background checks. (laughs) oh my god i just don't know why okay i don't know why you would ever like oppose a background check i feel yeah that's not a bad thing yeah that's not a party thing no no gun laws should be a party thing i don't think so but they are i know and it's so that's how they treat them especially here Mm -hmm. yeah especially here the one example that i always like to bring up is there are more requirements and restrictions over getting a driver's license than getting a gun license. And if that's yeah. not scary, <laughs> I don't know mm-hmm. what is. Yeah. But like w- to drive a car, you have to take classes, you have to take tests, and you have to go through this extensive process that's months long mm-hmm. to be able to drive because driving is a dangerous thing. Yes, you know, it is. if you're not trained in how to do it. The same should go for a gun whose what literal purpose is to create harm. I second that. Yeah. <laughs> Personally. I mean, I mm-hmm. feel like if you know there are loopholes to 
avoiding these background checks, you should try to close those loopholes. Yeah. I feel like that's just, you know, mm-hmm. a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's a hot take. I don't think so, but. Yeah. Also, like, I don't know. I f- there, are, in my opinion, there have been no strong arguments against any of these things, you know, other yeah. than just don't take my guns, you know. Yeah. Second Amendment, it's my right, even though the Second Amendment doesn't actually say a lot, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I think some people who are on, who are testifying against it said it was their God-given Second Amendment right. So, they brought God into it. Oh, yeah, because God do wrote the Constitution. God owns a gun. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Uh yeah, this is definitely a topic that, you know, I personally have a lot of very strong opinions on. Um, I know that a lot of people our age have a lot of strong opinions on mm-hmm. because of the truly ima- absurd amount of school shootings that have happened. And, you know, it's every one of every age is harmed by gun violence. And, you know, I think just our age in particular has had a particularly negative history with it um but you know it and it's not only like mass shootings and everything you know that we're talking about you know like getting guns out of the home prevents suicide it Mm -hmm. prevents uh accidental death it prevents uh death in domestic abuse situations it getting rid of guns saves lives or safely handling guns saves lives and even if you don't get rid of them all completely, mm-hmm. you might as well do a background check. Yeah. If you're clean, you can still get it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why yeah. that would be an issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have heard that a big proponent of why uh, particularly laws about like taking away guns from people who have uh, domestic abuse charges against them is because a statistically significant amount of police officers have domestic abuse charges against them interesting yeah um and interesting and so that means that if then they wouldn't be able to use a gun and they wouldn't be able to have their jobs anymore as cops oh yeah huh yeah look it up it's a thing (laughs) um it's a really disturbing thing um but there is research and statistics to back that up interesting mm-hmm. how insightful yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> just like I'm gonna think about that for a little bit <laughs> uh, yeah but. yeah uh so while that uh yeah while that bill died though these other two haven't necessarily been killed but they've been placed on hold. One of those is the bill that would create liability for people who sell guns to people who eventually use it to harm someone else. Yeah, so the bill is inspired by a bill that was proposed last year called Lauren's Law. So it's named after Lauren McCluskey, the student athlete who died at the U last year after she was shot by an ex-boyfriend. This bill would hold the person who sold the gun responsible to some extent if they sold it to someone who harmed someone or damaged property. This bill was proposed by Democrats, but as we said, it is put on hold right now. 
This one, I feel like, yeah, just don't go under the table, you know what I yeah. mean? If you're not doing those background checks mm-hmm. on people you sell guns to, and then yeah. they kill somebody, I guess you're, mm-hmm. you are technically responsible because you didn't make sure yeah. that who you were giving it to mm-hmm. was going to be yeah. safe. Yeah. I think this uh, this would be a good one. I mean, yes, th- I understand like the arguments of, like, you know, well they are not responsible for what someone else does. Yeah. Like, another act of violence that that person does. But, like, consider the situation of you have a gun in your home mm-hmm. and you don't properly lock it up. And then your child gets it and does something with it, you know? Like, you are still responsible because it, it was your responsibility to safely keep that gun, you know? Yes, that actually ties into the next one. Because that this other one would make it a criminal offense if someone has a firearm, but their child or a legally restricted person got a hold of it and then hurt somebody. Mm-hmm. But that bill was also voted unanimously by Democrats and Republicans to be put on hold. <sighs> yes. <laughs> Marina's not having a good day, okay? No. <laughs> no, not a good day. I don't understand why people are so against this other the only thing that I could possibly think of is just the goddamn NRA. You know? Like that Fair is enough. the only reason I can think of as to why anybody like whatever party you're in would oppose any of these things, you know? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, own guns. Do what you want with them. But use them safely because they are dangerous things. Yes. You are correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are correct. Yeah, and there's like anything can happen just like you can get in a car wreck at any time you know like you know there was do you remember that story a while ago where like an fbi agent was just like partying at a club like after work or something and he did a backflip and his gun fell out of his holster and went off oh yeah yeah like yeah that agent is a thoroughly trained professional and yet something like that still happened it happens. Yeah. A lot. Mm-hmm. I feel like there was something the other day. I don't remember the whole story, but someone got shot in the toe because they had a gun that they were, like, just fooling around <laughs> with, mm-hmm. and then they shot themselves in the toe. Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, it was just a toe, mm-hmm. but still. Yeah. But, yeah, supporters of the bill said it would help prevent gun suicide, which is the most common method of suicide in Utah. Uh, they say it could also prevent death of children. But people who disagree with the bill say if you use that logic, you would also need to criminalize parents who don't lock up their chemicals because that is the most common form of accidental death. I think that that should also be probably criminalized. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, lock up your chemicals. <laughs> Next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, lock them up. Yeah. Does look I feel like that Where do is a crime, especially if it's a child. Because it's keep technically child <laughs> neglect, right? think so where do people keep their chemicals that people can <laughs> i think it's just like cleaning supplies maybe <laughs> like my mom kept them so high mm, up on yeah. the shelf mm-hmm. and i was a small child so yeah yeah my mom's not going to person <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah good on you <laughs> <laughs> i don't know but yeah but no yeah, yeah. sure criminalize yeah. that too. <laughs> mm-hmm yeah, but, like, also, like, Utah in particular has a higher rate of suicide than other places, too. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know, there's a lot of research on, like, how different types of suicide, like, 
affect how successful that suicide can be you know like Mm -hmm. with a gun it's immediate and so there's like no opportunity to change your mind you know yeah so yeah which is why they're very dangerous and should be locked up in the house there are a lot of things Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah there's a lot a lot of things it should be done also if y'all are curious just look up the statistics of uh gun deaths per country and their gun laws there have been like no gun deaths in japan in decades and they don't have guns too i wonder why Um, (laughs) correlation Okay, that was a lot on guns. It was. But there's even more. But we're going to save that for another episode because there's only so much we can handle. Mm -hmm. Um, And especially because other laws deal with the opposite side of the coin where they don't want to strengthen gun control. So, you know. Yeah. Uh, But for right now, we're going to touch on some honorable mentions and then we're going to look at taxes. Taxes. That's right, baby. Taxes. <laughs> One bill wants to require sensitivity training for substitute teachers in high schools. It would basically require teachers that were hired through these temporary agencies to receive this training. Yes. So the bill sponsor, Senator Karen Maine, says it's inspired by a situation last year where Sub basically interrogated and publicly embarrassed this kid. For having two dads. So it was like around Thanksgiving and the kid said he was thankful for his two dads. And the sub said some not okay things. <laughs> the sub essentially harassed the poor kid saying things like it were was a sin and he shouldn't be thankful for that and stuff like that. <laughs> the teacher was eventually fired and escorted from the school. But this just brought more stories to the surface about teachers bullying students. Yeah, and Maine says that sub... Substitute teachers, substitute teachers aren't always informed of the ethics code for each school, so they often don't even know what's okay and what's not. Um, some questions that were raised during the proposal of this bill were like, what would happen if you needed a sub right now and they didn't have time for training? Or how do you define sensitivity training and what does it entail and stuff like that? Yeah. But supporters say those can be easily taken care of through written instructions depending on each school's code. So the bill passed the House and now it moves to the Senate for a vote. Also, I just think it's kind of silly to say they don't know the ethics code of what's right and what's not right because i feel like sometimes mm-hmm. being nice is just not that hard yeah. <laughs> like yeah. like that sub didn't have to say anything at all i know i'm sure you know? like you don't need to read the ethics code to say you shouldn't be thankful for your parents <laughs> yeah like, that's i don't think you need to read something to know mm-hmm. that that's just not cool yeah plus so. it's already a, a pretty strict rule um, well, actually, it's not that strict, um, but it, it's a rule that teachers technically aren't allowed to express any sort of a political opinion oh, really? um, in classrooms. Yeah, interesting. Um, I have some teachers who broke yeah, that rule. Yeah, <laughs> I have a lot of teachers that broke that rule too, especially when it came to religious things. Yes, um, me too. Yeah, you know, having those teachers uh, teach you about the Big Bang and then saying that you know this is wrong and god invented the universe uh that's that's a fun time you're like hello mm-hmm. <laughs> hello teacher yeah 
what is right, what is wrong. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think that this training would be very beneficial because, I mean, yes, kids are brutal to subs, but (laughs) subs can be brutal to kids too. That's true, okay? And being embarrassed by a teacher is no joke. Yeah. So stop it. Mm -hmm. You don't need to read something. Yeah. Also, just be nice. That sub was there for probably one damn day. I think, yeah, I think so. And they felt (laughs) the need to do that. Like, I don't know what would ever Mm -hmm. possess you to think that's what you need to do. Yeah. But that's what that sub felt Mm -hmm. they were needed for. Yeah. Also, I feel like, yeah, if you're, like, part of the, like, training or whatever, like, just train them for, like, well, these are these schools, and if you get, like, if you work there, then you know, and if you don't, then you still know, you know? Like, just have it be, like, a just a universal training. Yeah. Have every school have somewhat Mm -hmm. the same ethics. Yeah. Not like a train before you go kind of a situation, you know? Maybe, like, a once-a-year seminar training in the summer. There Mm -hmm. you go. So. Hmm. Yeah. But... Whatever. Um, moving on to our top story, taxes. Woo-woo. There's lots, so we're just Ooh. gonna focus on the main budget issues and how lawmakers are trying to tackle this whole tax reform deal. Because as it turns out, our lawmakers are a little worried about whether they can have tax cuts this next year because of the coronavirus. Ooh, exciting. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, so Ga- Governor Gary Herbert is saying there's a low chance there's going to be cuts because there are more worries about how the economy will be weakened by this virus. And actually, Governor Herbert compared it to the aftermath of 9-11. Yeah, that's a whole whole Um, other issue we can get into (laughs) another time. But uh, he basically says there's this huge structural imbalance in the tax budget that needs to be addressed. And now, so they tried to fix this with the tax reform package in December, and that would have decreased income taxes, but increased the taxes on food and gas and some services. But as we know, that did not go over well (laughs) with Utahns, who signed a tax referendum repealing the whole thing. This tax package would have apparently cut taxes by an overall amount of $160 million. Uh, But with that off the table, lawmakers are back to coming up with ideas. Some lawmakers are creating their own bills during this legislative session that would revive some parts of that reform package. Yeah, like one lawmaker wants to increase the state income tax for dependent exemption. Some want a new tax break for Social Security and military retirement benefits. Um, another bill from Representative Travis Siegmiller, uh, he wants to cut t- state income from 4.95% to 4.75%. Ooh, that good old 0.2%. I know, it's a lot, so. <laughs> Overall, there have been no decisions made on the tax restructuring, but they did say tax cuts aren't completely off the table. They could still happen. But, you know, with only like 10 days left in this session, they are kind of racing against the clock on this one. So they say they should have a final budget ready by the end of this week, but it's the government, so we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They do want to make clear, though, that if they approach the problem like it's an ordinary tax cut year, they say it will cause a crisis. And it's a little weird if you look into this because there's 
quite a bit of money. Utah's been having some good years business-wise. Um, so they have like billions of dollars to spend. <laughs> they just don't know where or how much on what. Um, I mean, I guess that's why the teachers marched last week because they think all that money is there to mm-hmm. spend and they just want some of it. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is there are so many spending requests and other issues the state is facing before they can really decide. Some groups say cut the tax and spend the money on programs Utahns want. It all really, it's all really messy and confusing and no one really knows what to do uh but there's only a week and a half left so so they need to figure it out yeah i mean i'm no tax expert so i really cannot give Mm -hmm. any advice because i know that they're all listening um (laughs) but i yeah you gotta figure that out Mm -hmm. it's um coming up (laughs) yeah yeah also there's two things that everyone will always want taxes to be spent on and that's education mm-hmm. and roads yeah our roads stink oh my our gosh. roads are terrible if you okay have you driven down uh 11th east up here in sugar house like right where like king's english and everything is yes you're practically riding over boulders road. the worst road Ugh. every time i like turn because i drive down that road to get to school and every time I think my tire is going to pop or something, because yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Me too. too bad. Yeah. So do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, no, they need to figure it out, though. Mm-hmm. Also, if they're not spending it on those two things, what are they spending it on? You know? I don't know. Like, we I have, really don't know. Like we said last week, Utah has the lowest uh, per student spending that is accurate. in the country. That is the point. Why? I don't know. Why? I have no idea where <laughs> the money is going. One of these days, I'm just going to have to, like, find out. Because yeah. I literally have no clue mm-hmm. what we spend all our money on. But I do yeah. hear all the time that Utah's doing great with, like, business mm-hmm. and making money. But I have no idea where it goes. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, like, if you improve our education system, then our economy will thrive, you know? I know. I feel like people should be investing in education more. I don't yeah. understand why that's such a hard concept. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Frustrating. Yeah. 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 Taxes just kind of suck in general, but, you know, we, you know, we, they're, hmm. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I personally, you know, like, I'm not at a place in my life where I'm, you know, like, spending a whole bunch of money on taxes. Yet, you know, because of just my job and things like that, you know. Um, but also, like, I'm willing to pay more taxes if it means that they're going to be used to make the community better, you know? Yeah, because I voted for whatever proposition it was, couple, mm-hmm. whenever that was. And I would, like, increase taxes to go to yeah. education. I was like, yeah, take my money. Yeah. Take it. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. But they did not take it, so... No. That's okay. No. Yeah. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It... People have very harsh opinions about taxes, but I think it really just comes down to, like, do you want your community to thrive or not, you know? Yeah. You get out what you put in. Yeah. Amen to that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. 
Well, that is it mm-hmm. for this episode. Cool. That's <laughs> it for this episode. So make sure to come back for our next one. Um, we're going to be looking at some more guns, some more taxes. Um, we can also take a look at some public transportation just mm. to mix it up a little bit. And, of course, we're going to catch up on the Super Tuesday polls that I'm anxiously waiting to see. Mm-hmm. Guns and taxes. It's very American. Guns and taxes. Good old America. So much fun. It just like couldn't fit into one episode. How exciting is that? Yeah, right? (laughs) How awesome. (laughs) Guns and taxes, part two. Guns and taxes. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll also be checking back in on the highlights from the rest of this week. As always, make sure to check out more of the forum's content on our website, wcforummedia.com, and follow our social media accounts at wcforummedia to get the latest updates on our stories. Mm -hmm. Make Mm -hmm. sure to vote. It's Super Tuesday. You have well, for an us. hour from the time we recorded this. Yes. So you're out of time if you're yeah. listening. Sorry. I hope you voted. Yeah. If and you didn't yeah. vote in the real thing. Yeah. Please. Mm-hmm. Whoever it is. I don't know. Yeah. Whoever it is. I just can't vote. tell right now. It might be Bernie. It might be Joe. Mm-hmm. Maybe Elizabeth if she really pulls up a miracle here in a mm-hmm. few minutes. Not Tulsi Gabbard. I'm not going to put my money on her. Sorry. I don't even know who that is. And, oh, Mike Bloomberg. <laughs> oh, yeah. If that's who you yeah. want to vote for, you go right ahead. Mm-hmm. You go right ahead. It is your right. It is <laughs> it's your right, right, so go right ahead. You're right, your vote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>